The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode. And the whole gang is here. Everybody's here for it. I think you're going to like it. It's called I Know What That Is. That's the name of the episode. I know what that is. You're going to get a lot of uh, various news and such. Jimmy's going to review Atomic Blonde. Uh, we're going to talk about it. No, we're just going to, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. You'll sit back. You'll be fine. Uh, I know what that is. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. They're open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also our friends at Cabin Fever. Hi, Dave. From action figures, playing cards, puzzles, and gift books, Cabin Fever carries a large selection of licensed merchandise located in the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South, 700 East. It's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Also, Chef Daniel, one of our fine sponsors. If you're having groceries shipped to your home, ingredients, and you're doing all the work... I mean, come on. That just seems like a full-time job to me. Let Chef Daniel do it. It's his full-time job. Home delivery service geared to those who can't cook or are too busy. Uh, take a look at it. Cantuscatering.com. C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com. Cantus Catering. Find out more from Chef Daniel. And if you say Geek Show says, hey, he'll give you a discount. I also want to thank uh, the girls at Black Velvet Boutique, Dawn and Leah. Uh, they are at 293 South State Street in, in Clearfield. Blackvelvetboutique.com. They're open seven days a week. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Ask about their free sex education workshops as well. All right. This is a... I had fun doing this episode because it was good to see everybody back in the basement, all back together again. And uh, stay till the very end of the episode. People have asked us about uh, Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, yes, we are going to be there. And uh, we give you some information, but more importantly, at the end of the episode, we give you our uh, hotel discount information for the uh, Hotel Monaco, where we set up headquarters every year for Salt Lake Comic Con. So if you are asking about the uh, Monaco discounts, they are there. Uh, it's toward the end of the show. So just uh, power through and you'll get that info and hopefully we'll see you at Salt Lake Comic Con. we got our live shows planned again and panels and all that. So uh, here it is. I know what that is. Please to enjoy. Well, just make sure you stay pretty, Jeff. All the drunks in the house go, hey. I'm a tiny cabana boy. Breastfeeding isn't just a wonderful practice for the health of the infant. And that's perfect, Larry David. We're in podcast oblivion. Doc made it look weird. It was uh, the Han and Tauntaun pack. We're going to close the show with the ultimate tale of thievery. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Woo! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and we're all here. Yeah. We're, we're, we are all except here. All here. Except, for, s- s- excitable. except, except for excitable. Except for excitable James. Yeah. yeah. Where is that asshole? He had a, a, a work conflict. Uh, whatever. You know his his actual job. I thought yeah. we were his job. His real, his real job that <laughs> his, pays. His real job. <laughs> uh, this job pays. <laughs> I can't pay my bills on smiles and <laughs> chuckles. It, it, pl- it pays in Disney dollars. <laughs> basement dollars. <laughs> 
Internet money. That would be basement bucks. Carrie. Basement bucks. Obviously, basement you bucks. haven't been getting yours. Can you we get? Can I thought we, they were called Lucas bucks. <laughs> can we get basement bucks with like, like, yeah, in the denomination? What would you buy with your basement bucks? Well, I, you actually get to go to the basement commissary. I'd go to yeah. the, I'd go to the time travel portal closet that we found out that's been there for years. <laughs> and Jay was never seen yeah. again. <laughs> oh, it turns out I know what I would get if I get enough basement bucks to go and, and activate the the portal. What's that? I'm going back to 1978, and I'm getting all those fucking Micronauts that I can't find. Oh, yeah. Aww. You know how expensive those are right now? Did you go online and look? Uh-huh. How much? Oh, like 40, 40 50 bucks really? for a complete like time traveler or a ferroid. Or I mean, they I'll were, give you 40 bucks. They were like a dollar. They were they were okay toys, but I mean... Uh, I'm really? sorry. Did you mispronounce awesome? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I like how me and Tony just looked at each other. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you know what these they, old guys are talking about micro machines. If you, <laughs> if you had like say no money at all, you could still scrounge up a buck ninety nine to go down to Kmart and get a Micronaut. Yeah. What's, what's a and Kmart? The, and then not only <laughs> that, not but anymore. if your mom chain smoked Virginia Slims, you <laughs> could turn those into you could turn those into a badass spaceship for your time traveler. <laughs> you know. So anyway, I have fond memories. I need like a case of. Of Virginia Slims and some Micronauts. So that's what you would get with your basement bucks. Well, no, actually, uh, I have other more altruistic things I would do with the time machine. But did you see what he's charging for five minutes in the time machine? Well, okay, the um, denomination. Just a like, kiss. Who's, who's on the one? <laughs> <laughs> who's on the one dollar bill? Who's on the five? <laughs> who's on the ten? Who's on the twenty? It's, it's all carry from different Halloween. No, I th- I, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I, th- I think the dogs. I think the dogs and the missus have to be on there at some point. Man, the second that That's door true. shuts and Carrie starts going, there's no way of knowing. I'm like, oh, God, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> the lights start going faster and more frantic. Did you I realize- actually read an article about when they filmed that scene, and none of them knew how he was going to do, uh, Gene Wilder yeah. was going to say those lines. And so they, half of them were scared shitless. <laughs> oh, we just, we just I, I introduced my kids to Young Frankenstein the other night. And, oh, really? Oh, it's so great. Good. Well, they, they'd seen it when they were little, but oh, actually yeah. seeing the genius of, of not only Gene Wilder and his prime but marty feldman yeah oh yes um, yeah and terry gar mm. well terry gar was definitely in her prime too mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right i uh, he feels terry gar was in her prime he's lee george cade uh, that's me hi how are you hi. she she was lovely uh actually had more of a madeline con thing yeah, going, that's, that's good uh, yes madeline Kahn. uh but they were both amazing and uh i would use the time machine to go back in time and just sit and watch that movie madeline con blazing saddles uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so low. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the Hitchcock movie, uh, High Anxiety. Oh. Yeah, the Mel Brooks. Did. Yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah, that's Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah. That, that she was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a great movie. Uh, just, just, just good stuff all around. So, yes. but definitely, uh, definitely worth checking out. I, I know, uh, Young Frankenstein just showed up on uh, Netflix. Oh. so which is kind of neat because it hasn't been there for a long time. So uh, come see me at my restaurant, Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South Suite 201. We're open uh, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also, uh, if you really want to support some uh, crazy pipe dreams I've got going on, uh, you can get our jerky. Uh, It's uh, fresh vegan jerky, and that's available all over the place. So you can get it at uh, Nooch Market in Denver. You can get it at Rapid Food Grocery in Phoenix. Uh, You can also go to Food Fight in... Portland and here in Salt Lake City, you could go to Watchtower Cafe, Jade Market downtown, and on Central Ninth. Uh, we're also uh, at the island, uh, the Island Market in Logan. So oh, yeah. that's a that's, that's a, a recent one? development. Yeah. So if you're in Logan and you, you want to try out some cool plant based snacks, it's a good place to go. And I know I'm missing a couple, but the bike shop, the bike shop, yeah. of course, the bike doctor in Missoula, Montana, which means bikes. 
Jesus Christ. Bikes <laughs> and jerky. You just woke somebody up at work. No, that's, a, that's a Tom Segura reference. Just look, just just Google Tom Segura bikes. And there you go. Poor, poor Brenda scratching her head right now going, why did Jay? Oh, my God. I just spilt my yogurt. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, I got parfait all over my lap. It's easy to eat. Can, hey, can I pay for your jerky in, in basement bucks? No. <laughs> uh, and it, then, oh, got, oh, one, one, one other Blando. <laughs> one, one other place, one other place that you might be able to find it. If you can find uh, Wesley Christiansen on the USS Shiloh, he's got a case coming to him. What? <laughs> Is that a boat? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's actually, I, I believe it's a small destroyer that's uh, oh, that's uh, in the in the Pacific Theater right a now. Navy this man jerky's oh, great. A, yeah. a Navy <laughs> man ordered a case. <laughs> well, it, I didn't know this, but uh, one of our listeners is uh, is a vegan guy who's stationed in the United States Navy, and they don't actually accommodate his diet. So oh, they oh, really, really yeah, don't. no. So he's he's in a situation where some days he can get he can get some food that doesn't you know violate his personal ethics, but sure. some days he's got to decide whether or not he's gonna. Mm-hmm. Starve or not? I guess so, I'll eat this hot dog. Yeah. So I mean, that's one of those things where it's like there's no food and you can't not eat because that that could be a disciplinary action. So uh, he he ordered a case and I'll be sending him a case. And uh, actually, I think I'm gonna put together a care package because this guy sounds yeah. like he really needs some food. Where's he? Oh, yeah. uh, where's he at? He's he's in the Pacific Theater. So okay. he's right. he's going back and forth between Japan and Australia. Uh, I think you should pack yourself cool. in the box and pop do you, out. Do you mind? Just <laughs> this could be said off mic, but I'll say I'll say it now while there's you know not enough alcohol, but. Uh, just partner up with me. I'd like to send some things as well. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We should send some, uh, yeah, some we'll comics send, or something. Let's we'll send Wesley a care package because right. uh, that that ship that ship was commissioned in 1993. I did some research on it. Uh, it's a good ship, and uh, he sounds like a good dude. So all right, we'll take yeah. care of him. The good ship. Does he need a bike? <laughs> There's not I, much use for a uh, bike on the ocean. Bikes. <laughs> Have you not seen the new Triple X? He's riding the bike around the ocean. It's great. Uh, yeah, true. you can ride a that's bike a, on the ocean. I've seen him do dude, it. Dude, you just a, have to have an imagination. That's a movie, guys. He's seen him do it. I, yeah. He's Shannon Barnson. Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. I am. What's up, dog? Nothing. You chilling this shit? He's, All I do. All he's got is pub quiz. Now, I don't want to suck my own cock here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the Bannon Cannon. <laughs> I don't think you're that flexible. I don't think he is either. The Bannon, the Bannon Cannon. That's pretty much all I'm doing. I do this and... I just wish you stopped doing it in the front quiz. yard. So, yeah. Well, you like it. It's a, um, yeah, my pub quiz, Wednesday nights, like 13. We fucking finished... Remember the other night when there was that awesome... Uh, Thunderstorm that yeah. happened Wednesday night. Yeah, we fucking finished on the patio. We didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know the following Crazy morning. Bastards. That following morning, that whole area was flooded. No, I've got friends that, yeah. that their yeah. lives yeah. are actually kind of destroyed. Yeah, by it. yeah it's no, it's good. it's awful. Uh, really cool toy store that just opened uh, right off the freeway on State Street. They they got flooded. Oh, they did. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. down there? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. My place came very that close sucks. to getting. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, then I know a, f- a few friends have been impacted. His place it. came very close. He's Jay Whitaker. Yeah, that, you know what? It did come very close. <laughs> I'm thinking of other contexts. Close to yeah. what? Huh? Close to what? Orgasm. Whoa! Climax. I I know what that is. <laughs> I like. Yeah. Is that was that is that what you say every time when you have one? Uh huh. I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of what just happened to me. It's <laughs> happening again. Oh, it's natural. <laughs> oh, heavenly Father. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. I don't say that. I know what that is. <laughs> Don't say that. I, I this poor wife sitting across the room just, no. I think I'm going to pee. <laughs> Why is she smiling and nodding so much? That's weird. <laughs> Does he, she, she knows. Please tell me that he, uh, that he says every time, 
I know what this is. No, he just goes, I'll be back. <laughs> Oh! oh. oh. Suck shit, a dick, shit, shit. Sick burn. Sick burn. Shit. That's my wife. Sick burn. Uh, for you guys who couldn't hear that off mic, uh, <laughs> she just said, at least I don't say I don't know what to do with my hands. Yep. Never going to leave you. Yep. A three and a half year Never old gag and still going strong. Never going to leave you. So uh, I'm going to switch gears here and plug some shit. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Snapchat at It's Jay Whitaker. I mostly tell stories and tweet hard. Um, I've got... Hey, hey, Provo. Provo, Utah. What? Um, yeah. I'm coming to your town to not slang some dick jokes, but to slang some regular, good, old-fashioned, clean, fan, family-friendly You're going to do joke. a clean set. All yeah, right. I'm doing a very rare clean set. Wow. At uh, For Dry Bar Comedy, August 18th at the Madison. Oh, it's cool. It's going to be fun. Uh, so if you, were, if you were down in Provo, bring bring the whole family. Bring, you know, bring Brent... Bring Kathy, you know, Julie, Karen, you know. It's going to be a great show until you stub Levi. your toe those, walking on those, stage. You those go, those ah, are fuck, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> bring, bring Scott, you know, from accounting. And I, I hear later that night you're going up Mount Tepanogos and doing... Uh, Dick swirls. Great yucks for naked fucks at Mount Tepanogos. <laughs> great yucks. I wish that was a comedy show. That The great yucks for naked fucks. That's, yeah. that's, my, that's my comedy tour. Write it down. <laughs> Book it. The album. Book it, yep. That's the album. Track ah. one, I don't know what to do with my hands. Track two, <laughs> is this, I know what this is. That's what it is. I hope you have a good show, but I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. Great yucks for naked fucks, man. He's not you. He's not coming. Oh, jeez. He's Jimmy Martin. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, about 12, 24 hours ago, uh, I was kind of losing my shit. Like um, it. It was I'm proud the, of you, man. It was the Annabelle Creation Junket. They recreated the little girl's bedroom. Oh, man. And uh, we had to do our stand-ups in there. So I was like, you know, coming up next on KSL, you know, I interviewed the cast, you know, stay tuned. And they're like, oh, you, if you want to go in the closet, the doll's back there. And I was oh. like, I really don't want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Why the fuck would I want to do that? Oh, I did it. Usually and his pictures from his junkets, it's like, here's Jimmy laughing with the cast of so-and-so. And, and there's this picture of Jimmy. Terrified. Face drained of color. Looking kind of ashy and scared, and that creepy ass doll in the background. If you actually look at the walls, uh, those pages are actually torn from the Bible. Of course they are. To, huh. to keep the evil inside. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, someone read my journal. <laughs> must, must be working. And I was like, ah, jeez, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he wouldn't lick it. No, nope. I kept telling him, lick nope. it. Just nope. lick the doll. Not touching it. Lick Annabelle. Watch me on KSL, Big Movie Mouth Off. You can listen to me on the Arrow, uh, Mediocre Show, and Geek Show, and read me in Slug. All right. Uh, I'm so proud of you. When a creepy song on a record player just goes, You are my sunshine, my... I was like, uh, no! <laughs> he knows what this is. Yeah! He's Quad T. Hi. Hey! Designated driver and producer of the program. I know what that is. Yep. <laughs> yeah! Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, right here on The Geek Show, or on The Gadget Spot with Excitable James. Woo! Filling in thanks, for him. Thanks for filling in for him, guys. <laughs> And Jaron and Owen, where we talk about gadgets, tech, and video games. It's a good, we'll, we'll it's be a good show. Thank we'll you. No, like honestly, very good show. Thank I, you. I, I, I was decided. I decided to take a listen. And I was like, I because I don't. The only gadget I have is I got a French press from a friend. You got a phone? I know, but I, I don't have a lot of technology in my house. Like, uh-huh. I have a butter turner, and that's about it. But it's a great. <laughs> no, it's a great. Podcast. What's her name, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I brought a salad. <laughs> it's tossed. And tossed by our host. Um, oh, whoa, Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi everyone. We're good at segways. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. Uh, you can uh, listen 
You watch. They got cameras in there too. You really? I know. It's so weird to go in there and talk to you yeah. with cameras. It's I strange. caught. Uh, I caught Bill on his Facebook Live thing. Oh, uh, I guess. Are you, are you guys all doing this? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm supposed to do it on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. He was just answering questions. Yeah. And he goes, uh, and I popped up. He goes, "Hey, Jimmy." I was like, "This is weird." <laughs> <laughs> Sign, was signing off. Was it? Was he excited to see you, or is he trying to get you to get on there and, and no, let him sneak away? He wanted to talk about Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yeah, mm, great I, movie. I, I, I can't wait it. to see it. By the way, that Dun, the Dunkirk um, Photoshop poster is really pissing Shatner off. What's that? Well, somebody somebody took the Dunkirk poster and then photoshopped Kirk's face into yeah. one of the soldiers' faces, <laughs> and they keep posting it on William Shatner's Twitter feed. And it's like the stupidest joke ever is still stupid, and this has been going on for about a week. Yeah. And uh, anybody who's met Shatner realizes well, that it's yeah. it's a lot of fun to to see him getting. Aggravated yeah, over this it's, it's easy to get him there. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it's actually kind of fun watching Shatner on Twitter because he live tweets everything. Yeah, he watches a lot of TV, and he is he is entertaining. You just have to remember that he's an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> so, well, and also possibly a. Well, never mind. I won't say it on this. <laughs> I won't say it on the show. He had a spill last week. Oh, Mr. Shatner. He had a spill. How's his hip? Uh, I guess okay. Oh. Uh, he uh, he was uh, on the back of one of, uh, one of those buggies. Mm-hmm. They're behind the horses, you know the buggies that hold like two people. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. he he does, that he does the horse thing. The show horses. He was he the, the, the horse went back and <laughs> threw him off. So he's fine. They, they found him. Shit. They found him in the swimming pool. The he's horse is like I'm sick of. I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> do so, we want do, do we want do we want to start with a letter? Sure. Oh, I yeah. love, okay. Wait 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 wait. Well, do we should probably give, talk. We should probably bullshit for a minute and let. You, you want to give Tony forty five minutes to load the song? I was going to give him twenty seven. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I was going to put it in after. <laughs> I was going to have it on t- my computer. I already downloaded it. Okay, so he's oh, going to. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then, I guess uh, some. I guess so. some uh, but I like hearing the song. I like. Oh. like rea- I like the way we. Uh. I guys, I have. <laughs> All right. I think well, you're okay. Just use okay. your imagination. I, I guess me, some uh, listeners can. Give me 20 minutes. Like, sings that song all the time. Oh, yeah? All right. Well, here it is. There we go. All right. <laughs> I love that song. Man, that song is, yo, that song is popping, yeah. man. Dope. Mm. Uh, this is from. It's a bop, as my kid would say. This is from Charles in Newfoundland, Canada. Yo, Canadian. we got. Newfoundland. I, I, I always thought it was Newfoundland. It's uh, Newfoundland. I think it's Newfoundland. Yeah. Yo, how do you, I yo. listen to NPR and it's Newfoundland because there's a dog breed. That's <laughs> yo, wait, wait, wait. Same way so we got a letter from Canada. Yeah. How do yeah. we say like yo? How do we say like hi? You say hi. You say hi. Yeah. No, isn't it like bonjour or something? That depends well, on whether French. or not you're in French Canada. French Canada. Okay. Well, so well, stupid. say hi, Jay. Bonjour. Well, <laughs> hi. Okay. Everybody in Quebec is really excited right now. <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, you can oh, add an a. I don't know shit about Canada. I know. I just know like John- our, our 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 trading partner to the north. The whole reason why this bullshit about coal country is never going to work because we're getting cheaper do natural you gas see from my there. tank top. American <laughs> as fugue. <laughs> Sorry, I pronounced it French. Like I know about uh, let's see. Uh, uh, no, where's Newfoundland? Haven't sent you an email in a while. First off, thanks for wishing me happy birthday in June. I appreciate it more so this year than ever. I wanted to thank you and the, the radio show. I know it's a team effort. So he says nice things about the radio show. I've listened to Geek Show for five years now. Yeah. Not since the beginning, but long enough to feel it's an important part of my life. Like everybody, I felt your pain when you lost Jeff and Shannon's horrendous time when he lost his father and brother. I'll warn you, I'm tearing up as I'm writing this, so maybe don't read the rest at work. Fuck. We're at work, Carrie. Stop. <laughs> uh, brings, this brings me to my sadness. In May, my dad was diagnosed with leukemia. 
I was there when the doctor gave him a month to live. I won't get into any more details. Seeing someone you love suffer and die is a terrible thing, especially when there's uh, near nothing to, you can do to help. During this month, I spent many hours and days at the hospital, lots of drives home in the middle of the night, early morning. Uh, one of the things that I could look forward to was Geek Show. You guys always brought a smile to my face and a few chuckles, even when my heart was breaking. I don't know any of you personally, but when I listen to the show, it's like, uh, I, it's like I do know you all. You're like an extended group of friends. So thank uh, Tony, Shannon, Jimmy, Lee, and Jay. My biggest thanks goes to uh, the Admiral. Hope to uh, keep up the amazing work for a long time. Sorry if this is sad, but I really wanted to send it. My dad passed on June 9th. He was 71. Coincidentally, Adam West passed the same day, also from leukemia. Batman was my favorite comic book character, and one of my American cousins wrote me a note that said that uh, Greg, my dad, always felt like the real Batman. Uh, this is long. Hope you uh, read it all. Uh, I love conventions. I've been to ones in Florida and Ohio. I hope to make it to Salt Lake Comic Con. Maybe get a chance to meet all of you. Until then, stay awesome. This fan loves you all and thanks you from the bottom of his heart. Charles. Charles, sorry for your loss. Yeah. Yeah, but your dad's Charles. kicking it with fucking Batman. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. so. That's fucking right. Hope you're doing better, man. All right. To, uh... Uh, a toast. Yeah. Yes. A well, toast to Charles, uh, Charles, your father. If, th ah. if things keep going the way they're going here, I might need a couch to ca crash on. Ah. <laughs> In Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Right. Wait, no, where is that? Is that Western? I'm sorry. I have, I'm, I have, I'm geographically it's North, Jay. It's, it's North. North. It's, it's in the suburbs right out of downtown Canada. It's on the corner of, <laughs> it's on the corner of Google. And is it behind the wall where the free folk live? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Canada, is building, Canada is building the wall to keep us out. So. That's right. I know, right? <laughs> I, I but we're paying I for it. I wouldn't blame them. Have they have they got to their uh, legal weed yet? Are they Canada? still working? Yes, on it, right? yes. Yeah. Our our friend Danielle, who lives in Toronto, has said something about the weed being everywhere. Yep. So Toronto sounds like a hell of a place. I've always wanted to go to. If you're local, you call it Toronto. 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 Yeah. Oh. So maybe we'll do that for my 55th birthday. Yeah. Because you're not making the 55, bud. No. <laughs> wow. Well, you're off the truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now some serious, serious geek news. Uh -oh. Let's do it. A 31-year-old man has been charged with stabbing another guy seven times and hitting him with a mallet <laughs> after an argument broke out during a game of Magic the Gathering. Oh, that's shit. Why, that's why I don't play that game. Yeah. Sarah's Angels. Sarah's Angels, they still go hard. Mm -hmm. According to St. Cloud Police Department, I love this name, Elijah Creech and his 20-year-old gaming buddy were playing Magic the Gathering, car a card game. Uh -huh. Yes, <laughs> a card game. Overnight Friday, when two of them got into a heated argument. Police say Creech hit the other guy in the head with a rubber mallet. Yeah. Well, this is rubber. He had his Thor hammer probably lying around. Then stabbed him seven times in the front sides of the back of his neck. With in what? the neck? Oh. What do you stab him with? It does not say. His dick. Uh, <laughs> how much damage did he deal? Oh, my God. Well, it depends on how many land cards he laid down right? to power up his attack. Exactly. That's what happened. That's what happened. If I'm ever playing a geek game with you and like I'm about to win, don't stab me. You can just fucking have it. I'll quit. It's fine. <laughs> if you would stop gloating. Creech, <laughs> Creech, Creech himself ended up calling 911, worrying that the man was going to die. Luckily, the victim was staying in the hospital. His injuries don't look to be life-threatening. Creech was arrested and charged with first, second-degree assault. This is the part where the story gets hinky. He also has a prior conviction. Yeah. For keeping explosives with the intent to use them. What? But the investigators didn't find any in the search of the home. Arrest him, 
box them up. I don't give a fuck. Those, yep. those are the kind of people that yep. fuck this world up. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I don't care. Exactly. Well, I think the I think the problem is is Creech actually tried to play a, a Tamarcoif card and he didn't really have enough mana <laughs> to pull know it what off. That is. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> his buddy said, "Dude, <laughs> dude, obviously, <laughs> obviously, you don't understand how Tamarcoif works. You don't have enough mana, and so." Creech just beat him and stabbed him. You know how you can immediately say like I'm not going to be friends with you is when the first thing you admit to me oh, I've got a bunch of explosive in my you know in yeah. my garage and I intend We're to done. use them. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Wait, wait. Use them for what? I don't care. Doesn't say. <laughs> you just want to go blow some stuff up in the desert? Can I come? Nope. I'd like to see it. Do you have a business license for this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro fan Lee George Cade. Ooh, um, is, this, is this about the, the stuff? Have you have you seen the trailer? Yes, for the, the Shape of Water, Whoa. the uh, the not origin of Abe Sapien. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing he wanted to do the the origin movie of Abe Sapien, but that didn't work but out. This so. is this is not that. No, it's not. It's just sure. another fish man that falls right. in love with somebody. It's a, in it's the a past. fish man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's described. You, you need to go and watch this trailer. It's right? beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, described as an otherworldly fairy tale, it centers on uh, Eliza, who is a lonely mute woman who is trapped in a life of silence and isolation within the hidden high-security government lab where she works. Mm-hmm. Her life has changed forever when she and her co-worker Zelda, it's Octavia Spencer, discover a oh, secret so classified experiment. The trailer previews El- Eliza's mundane daily routine, shows how it's shaken up by this mysterious creature who... Is able to communicate with her, which is a big deal. It's Doug Jones, and makes her happy. Yeah. Huh. Um, so uh, and uh, Michael Shannon is uh, the bad guy. He 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 works with color and texture and tone. I think better than any director alive right now. And so putting putting a movie in the 1930s or 1940s. Yeah, it's hard to and, tell because it's all in this yeah, lab. Yeah, and know? it and it's kind of it's kind of an oversaturated sepia tone, and it's just it's just kind of stunning. <laughs> And a lot of people are going, oh, well, he's he's finally doing a romance. If you watch Guillermo del Toro movies, you'll realize they're all romances. Grim is a romance. Big time. It, it, it is. It's a romance. About robots. robots. I love robots. My question, though, is, and this is not a knock towards yeah. del Toro at all, yeah. because I love his movies. Um, I, uh, yeah. But for a guy who's made a lot of flops box office-wise, I'm curious how he's still getting jobs. I think The that guy's a visionary. His, his movies genius. flop here. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, you look at you look at Pan's Labyrinth, and there's a reason why but it's in Spanish. Are they making their money back overseas? I, I don't know if Pacific Rim... Well, Pacific Rim's made its money back in What about space. Crimson Peak? Uh, Crimson Peak made its money back internationally. Oh, it did? In, okay. a, in a big, big way. I mean, Japan yeah. loves Crimson Peak. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know about other places. Like, China couldn't play it because it has ghosts in it. For yeah. some reason, China doesn't allow ghost movies. Yeah, ghost. I've, I've, got a, I've got a story about the, the Chinese and their... Yeah. Sh- <laughs> the things that but they're not allowed to see. Guillermo del Toro, I know... I mean, if you, if you look at... Uh, if you look at Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth, both uh, internationally made a ton of money. And I think now we're looking at, I mean, let's look at the writing on the wall. Cinema money isn't coming from the United States anymore. I mean, it is. Oh, it's, it's still a big deal. We're still number one. For, but China's right China's behind, behind it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I, China. I know that I know that even like uh, Mexico's not doing well politically, but um, as far got, as finances are concerned, they're, they're, there's that. There's, you know, England. There's. Uh, yeah. Uh, Japan is a big so there, one, there's but. still there's still money to be made, and I he also doesn't really as as good as his movies look. He doesn't spend the money you would think he's spending to to make that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So yeah, here's here's the, the story. Uh, Chinese movie fans have grown accustomed to uh, Beijing censors cutting a lot of footage from R-rated movies. 
Uh, earlier this year, they chopped 14 minutes from Logan, eight minutes from Resident Evil Final Chapter. Um, so six minutes were cut from Alien Covenant, uh, released in China. Was it when Michael Fassman is playing the flute in front of himself? <laughs> ghost. <laughs> it was ghost. It, it, Michael Fassbender's much-touted gay kiss with himself yep. was removed. Huh. Even though they were robots. I, I still don't know what yeah. the ghost what the ghost thing is with, with uh, Chinese yeah, national they, sensors. They, but you can't have ghosts. Like the Ghostbusters reboot movie was you know, so taboo. Because That's... What's kind of crazy, though, I, I was talking with some, uh, actually, it was a Lyft driver yesterday, and we are talking about, you know, box office and whatnot, and, like, uh, how you basically you have to appease, if you're going to make money, you have to appease Chinese market, and you mm-hmm. have to appease, yeah. you know, the American market, whereas what Michael, that's what Michael Bay's when we were talking about Transformers, which I didn't yeah. know yeah. last one. that was an interesting read. But that's, you have to appease both markets if you want to, like, you know, take, like, the Ghostbusters, I know it wasn't, like, as much as what they wanted, mm-hmm. but if they had had the Chinese market, they would have been fine. Yeah, they would have. Yeah. They got fucked right out of it. And well, the same thing with Independence Day sequel. Um, they had that a, movie was just shit. I, that movie was shit, but the, <laughs> a lot of uh, the Chinese saw it, saw the movie a lot because of, there was an actress that was featured in there. Oh yeah, no. yeah, but they she only got like two minutes, but they showed her a lot in the trailer, and that's part of why they. Uh, well, well, the one the Transformers movie that we saw, the, yeah, the yeah. fourth one, the, the last 30, 40 minutes is in China. China, yeah, and that's the only reason he did it. Oh, it's not. It's smart. I mean, and like that's how Michael Bay get. He, he, well, he, he uses the military and China well, to make his money. But to me, as, as as you know, someone as an you know artistic, you know, looking at the kind of that jeopardizes things because mm-hmm. then you're looking more at you know how it's, it's almost like a political move mm-hmm. kind of thing because if you don't do what. What well, they want, like and that, then you have to. You don't keep Florida happy. And the yeah. and the example of that is when he was shooting the last night. One of his actors did an ad lib joke, mm-hmm. and he stopped. And Bay said to him, "I liked that. That was funny. But do you think that the people in China will yeah. understand that?" No. Yeah. And he went, "No, no." He yeah. says, "Okay, so just keep your head in the game." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, okay." It's a whole new ball game with that it kind is. of stuff. Absolutely, and I, I think that's where we're going to start seeing more and more movies, uh, especially for Western audiences that are being released. Uh, I think there's a what is it? Spectral uh, was a movie that was that was yeah. made. Uh, Weta Workshop did all the special effects for it. It's it's about ghosts that are basically attacking people, and so they build this uh, like militarized uh, Ghostbusters unit. Hmm. And it was a major motion picture that no one really picked up. And Netflix said, okay, fine, we're going to distribute it on Netflix. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that for stuff that they think, okay, well, maybe this isn't going to play internationally as well. So we'll we'll throw some big Netflix money at it and see where it goes. I obviously don't know, especially with Netflix, there's no advertising on Netflix, no commercials and whatnot. And, And, you know, call me an idiot. I have no idea. But like... How are they making money to do this kind of stuff? Is it all subscription based? Subscription. How many yeah. how many subscribers? We're talking hundreds of millions oh, yeah. of subscribers paying yeah. anywhere from nine to fifteen dollars a month. That's uh, crazy. So and it just goes I, right I to don't know. Uh, our friend Maya would probably be the one to ask. I guarantee you, you'll know the number. But internationally, uh, you look at uh, you look at shows uh, the the Star Trek Discovery show, which you have to have CBS All Access in the United mm-hmm. States to watch. Internationally, it's on Netflix, and really, yes, yeah. yeah. Everyone, yes. Everyone, everyone else will get to watch it on Netflix, but yeah. Us. And that's that's the kind of buying power Netflix has right now. Which is when when uh, when Iron Fist came out, and there are a couple times where I was like, "You guys are actually playing it really cheap here. You're playing it really safe with your budget, which is ridiculous because I know they could throw two million an episode at all of these Marvel shows, yeah. um, and they're not well, even giving it any. No, you, everybody's you, selling out to China. Well, here's the everybody. You mentioned you mentioned uh, an example right here. The Star Trek thing, though, is that not just begging for bootlegging? 
Oh, it, knowing it, that everybody else gets it for free. Any, any lesson HBO has taught us is that you put a show like Game of Thrones on and make it hard for people to watch it, you're going to become the most bootleg show in the world. Yeah. Who's, who's selling out to China? Well, listen, this is a, it's, it's pronounced it's, China, by the China. way. China. And billions and billions <laughs> and billions. China. You know, the best thing about that is that CC and Music Factory is still getting a lot of royalty checks. Everybody, even CC Music Factory. Here's another uh, movie that won't play in China, and it's a trailer I want you to go watch. China, okay. Uh, We told you that this movie was in development, but it is on its way. It's called... Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Yep. I do. That oh, yeah. trailer looks fantastic. What Isn't is this? And I, I, think, I, think I think they're going to play it safe. I, I really don't. do. I think they're going nuts. That dude, that dude, that dude was a socialist. They, and, but and that's all in the trailer. I know, I know they talk about it. Well. I know they talk about it. But, I mean, the dude was, the dude was even by our new American standards, mm-hmm. he, he had some kinks that I think w- some people yeah. would shy away from. William Moulton Marston, the inventor of the polygraph, Marston's wife, yeah, uh, Elizabeth, like and the couple's third, Olive Byrne, <laughs> Professor Marston, and the Wonder Woman. That's the trio in this story. Mm-hmm. Who's playing him again? Uh, mm, let me it, see. It's not Chris Pine, is it? No. no. Oh, no. Damn. It do- and it doesn't say here in this in this. In this write up, find it. This dude, this dude was a first wave feminist. He he was an interesting guy. Created Wonder Woman just to get PR for the polygraph out there. Oh, it's Luke Evans. Yeah, Luke Evans. Uh, And Rebecca Hall. Mm -hmm. Many of the defining character traits that we associate with Wonder Woman today, like her unwavering belief in her own strength and dedication to the equality of the sexes, were a direct result of Marston being influenced by his wife and Burns' feminist politics at the time, when many men balked at such ideas. Other elements of the trio's own personal views on sex, sex positivity, and kink were similarly incorporated into Wonder Woman's earliest appearances back in the 40s. If you do look at those early Wonder Womans, yeah. she's always getting tied up. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there, there is a misrepresentation yeah. with that, though, because a lot of people, when she's chained in the Wonder Woman comic, mm-hmm. yeah, there's probably some kink going on there, too, but during the suffrage movement in the 1880s and 1890s, uh, women were often, the suffragettes would, would stand on stage in mm-hmm. chains because that was the mm-hmm. chains of the patriarchy. Uh, Wonder Woman's lasso of truth wasn't just a nod to uh, his creation of the polygraph, direct uh, reflection of the professed love of bondage, an idea echoed in Aphrodite's law, an old rule stipulating that Wonder Woman would be robbed of her strength if bound by man. Uh, but it looks to me like they're going to explore it in this trailer. I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. But it, it's a it's it looks great. So yeah. wait, is this a movie or a yeah, show? Movie. It's yeah, a, it's a movie. DC movie? No, no. just a movie. <laughs> I think DC wants this story really. <laughs> I, I I I think. Well, they kind of owe him a bit, too, though, because uh, during the World War II, superhero comics, they kind of floundered, especially right after the war. And Wonder Woman, in a lot of ways, was kind of carrying DC. Yep. And it, there, there, was a, there was a fandom behind Wonder Woman um, that I don't think they expected. So I a lot of times they wanted to cancel the series, and they just kind of kept it going because of its sales. I'd say, though, with, with the fandom that Wonder Woman has now that we were just talking, I think, an episode or so ago, how it's now the number three biggest uh, Warner Brothers you know movie, movie. of all time. Yeah, uh, I don't think they want this kind of I would say shady story kind of behind <laughs> yeah. it. You know, I mean, it, I think they want to keep it pure, like to, to, to the character. But like that, this thing's coming out, and they can't really stop if, it. If there's if there's one lesson we've learned, let's let's uh, let's make sure people know the skeletons are there because yeah. they'll they'll come out whether we want them to or not. Exactly. Absolutely. And speaking of a skeleton, <laughs> this skeleton? is coming. This is coming out whether you want it or not. Hey man. Um. 
Remember the David Hasselhoff song in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume yeah. 2? Yeah. Yes, I do. One that he did. Uh, they're making a, an 80s-style mu- music video. Yeah, it's on the extras. It's huh? going to be on the extras, and it's out. That should be out pretty soon. Yeah, it's uh, it's hitting August 8th yeah, digitally. digitally. That, August 8th. Hasselhoff is having a fucking year uh, yeah. because he's got Guardians he was mentioned in. Let's they have the Baywatch remake, and then he's mentioned in Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but all the all the uh, Galaxy Volume Two stars are in this video, and they're all dressed up. You know, Bradley Cooper's dressed as a silvery robot. <laughs> you know. Okay. So yeah, I've seen a still from it. So yeah, you're gonna have it's to pretty Hasselhoffy. You're gonna have to live through that. Was so that cheesy and dumb? Was that video of him flying around? Is that Hasselhoff? Oh, I from love that. Yeah. On a feeling. Hooked on a feeling. Yeah. Right. Isn't he from Newfoundland? <laughs> That's the easternmost province of Canada, by the way. I know what that it's right is. Right by Nova Scotia. Nah, you think he was born in Berlin? <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Serving the meek, the geek, and the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. In addition to their mini arcade Space Invaders and Pac-Man, they've unveiled the next three mini arcade games, Frogger, Centipede, and Asteroids. Each game is approximately four inches wide and six inches tall. Collect them all for the absolute best desk in the office or introduce these classics to the little geek in your life. Cabin Fever's been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, tin signs, lunchboxes, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. They're celebrating 35 amazing years. Cabin Fever also has coloring books in all three forms, Meek, Geek, and Freak. They've also got steampunk figures, nuts and bolts action figures, including Predator, Alien, and Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Funko Pop, Reaction, and as always, Mr. Bill, Gumby, and Pokey. Go to the place with all the Meek, Geek, freak, and retro chic, it's Cabin Fever on the corner of 500 South and 700 East inside the heart of Trolley Square. So much more than a card store. Oh, and they have bicycle bells too. Bling, bling. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique 
is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique, is it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Now let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's in the month of August. From the creators of Salt City Strangers and the Mighty Trump comes Ruthless. Ruthless stars Ruth, a scrawny 16-year-old girl who is obsessed with Marathon City's mysterious hero, the Grey Phantom. Ruth is bullied by all the girls at school, her stepmom, her lecherous boss. Life is constantly threatening to crush Ruth, but she overcomes the daily torment to take care of her younger sister, Cindy, the light of her life. When tragedy strikes and Ruth's world falls apart, she must make a terrible choice. When tragedy strikes, do you become a hero or are you to become ruthless? Get the comic first at Indiegogo.com. Also, Dark Knight's Metal introduces the Dark Multiverse and the Dark Batman. It's revealed... In all its nightmarish danger and the threats it contains will push Batman and the heroes of the Justice League beyond their limits to take on threats unlikely our world has never seen. Also elsewhere, the fantastic story of what really happened to Amelia Earhart when she mysteriously is transported to a strange new world filled with flying beasts and alien civilizations. She desperately struggles to return home. Along the way, she forges alliances and makes enemies as she goes from aviator to freedom fighter in rebellion against a merciless warlord. Amazon is bringing The Tick back to TV this summer, and NEC is bringing The Tick back to comics in August with an all-new ongoing color series. The Tick and Arthur confront the dire menaces of ninjas and murder clowns, while also flashing back to blasts from The Tick's heretofore unexplored past. The Generation series will see classic versions of many Marvel heroes team up with their current counterparts in the mysterious continuity-free environment known as The Vanishing Point, coming out this month in a 10-issue mini-series. They're open seven days a week, hold services free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. Woo! I'm not high maintenance. Oh, though. yeah, you're high maintenance. High maintenance? You are no, so high maintenance. You know, we could have had another panelist, but you decided to put your foot up. So, you know, that's great. <laughs> Guys, my knee hurts, man. I had, right. I had to build an animatronic J puppet for Gaming Con. Can't tell me you're not high maintenance. <laughs> I'm not high maintenance. I just, that puppet was so hard to run. I just wanted to get naked in the mouth. Ma- that's why I, it's been a minute since I've seen you guys. When do you ever not want to get naked, Jay? Mm, good uh, question. <laughs> no, pull your valid. pants back on. It's valid. <laughs> when I'm riding a bike. <laughs> also, a good reason to not get naked. Yeah. Gets caught in the spokes. I get it. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what, that's what I'm talking you. about. I'm like, whoa, he's got a whole. Deck I mean, it's, of- it's a it's a kid's bike. I'm not giving you that much. <laughs> <laughs> One of those little ones without pedals. That yeah, it's got push. training wheels. Yeah. And streamers on it. Pink All right. thunder. All right, Huffy. That's Jay's port name, Pink Thunder. <laughs> no, it's Derek Fairfax. <laughs> Pink Thunder. 
It's been decided. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a person. Live with the pink thunder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep your foot elevated. Nobody's nobody's questioning the quality of your work. Yeah. We just changed your name. And the size of your penis. Actually, you know, I'm I'm Wait a minute, pink thunder? Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right. All right. I bring the thunder to the pink. <laughs> and the clap. Now I just imagine no. No. Now I'm just imagining no. that his dick is pink. No. No. <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> It's where's craft project? It's more ever. of a mahogany. Do it, you guys imagine mahogany. It looks, yeah, it looks so weird. A rich mahogany and suede. Carrie won't do it. He won't no, imagine a dick. No, no. Just imagine you're in the shower, Jay. And you turn around. No, no. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. No. You're in the shower, Jay. You turn around and go, "Holy shit!" Oh, your this dick. is the worst choose your own adventure book I've ever read. Why is your dick so pink? No. Hey. I feel like your Commissioner Gordon killing joke moment is just you riding a roller coaster of just dicks. all the all the all the dick scenes from from any movie from any movie <laughs> look at the dicks Karen <laughs> forgetting Sarah look Marshall over and over and over yep. <laughs> it's, it's the killing joke <laughs> that's your killing joke right? that's it. it's, it's like going through a car wash to get slapped uh, in the face a bunch of times no! no he's watching Antichrist <laughs> over and over and over <laughs> In the car wash instead of the... I'm going to break Carrie Jackson. Instead of the bristles, the, the bristles that spin, it's just wieners. Oh, all Jesus. All up and down the car. But you know, if you, made it, if you made them out of a really, really, really soft latex, it would still clean the car. I'm Tell sure it would do a fine job. Mint until you said wieners. <laughs> all, it, all it takes is one bad day. <laughs> and a bunch of dicks. Wieners. Oh, right. it's also in 3D, Carrie. Oh, great. Well, at least I have the glasses on. That'll and smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision, ew. And he yes. forgot to put the roof up on the convertible. Max, 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 Well, it's not the Joker that's the Justice League's greatest enemy right now. It's the DC executives. Oh, I'm not making fun of Zack Snyder. Yeah. No. It's yeah. It's Henry Cavill's mustache. Oh, yes, I heard about this. Wait, what? Have you, yeah. have you seen the best remake of wait, the trailer yet? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Superman's not in the new Justice League movie. He died. No, Alfred digs him up. Sorry. No, he died. He, he, he will be. He what? So, Superman always dies. So here's what happened. They're doing the reshoots. Yeah. For Justice League. $25 yeah. million. Dollars. And they're going, Chuck they're running Jones. long. Why are they reshooting again? Whedon took over. Because they Whedon. always reshoot. Well, they're, they're getting some dialogue stuff with Whedon. He's writing some scenes and some dialogue for them, to, you know, to make them seem He's like human. Like, like human. He's yeah. punching it up. He, d- he decided Clark shouldn't walk into rooms, look around, and then walk out. Here's <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> here's, shit. here's the problem. Oh, shit. That's funny. Here's the problem. Henry Cavill, the reshoots of overlapped with his shooting of the new Mission Impossible movie where he has a mustache. He is contractually obligated to have a mustache yeah, the other for, company's like, you cannot, for Mission Impossible. It's, it's Paramount. Cannot, yeah, Paramount's like, you so, can't shave it off. Yeah, yep. Warner Brothers is like, could we, you know, we'll pay for the fake one on your set. No, it's gotta be real. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. It's your problem. <laughs> Wow. They're just being assholes. They're just, That's what so, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you ever been to Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, what's going to happen is is they're going to have to digitally remove. <laughs> Wait, have you seen like the pictures? Yeah. Of him in the Superman suit with the mustache? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a 60s I, mustache. I always, I, I read shit like this. I I'm like, it. somebody has to sit at a fucking computer for weeks and take off this fucking but, mustache but frame I, by frame. I would, hire, I would hire the guy that re-edited the Justice League trailer with a snidely whiplash mustache on everybody. Is that a thing? It's, it's fantastic. It's on YouTube. <laughs> and like the, the opening scene where Diana's fighting a bunch of people. She's got a big old handlebar mustache. Yeah. And it moves with her. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> this, Did you guys see the I mean, meme I put on Facebook? Uh-uh. 
It's like uh, scenes from the new uh, Justice League movie, and it's a uh, Freddie Mercury from that one video. I think I I want to oh, be free. Yeah, with this oh, big with red cape. But that, that big red cape where he's jumping off and comes out. <laughs> this <laughs> shit is I hilarious. Mean, this no, is I'm like looking at photos of this. This is fucking hilarious. This is somebody's job. This is like probably the same guy who got ten years ago for Herbie fully loaded had to digitally put. Uh, covering up Lindsay Lohan's boobs because, like, she was what 16 at the time. Yeah. Like, oh, that's no, no, we can't do that. And well, so they, they had do it frame by frame and cover her boobs. The, sa- the same digital crew that removed all the track marks. <laughs> oh, Gee Willikers. Oh, that got dark quick. Take that, Lindsay Lohan. We no, fucking gotcha. No, Herbie's the one with track marks. He's you a, guys, Herbie's been a heroin addict for a long time. If y'all oh. want to know what he looks like with a, with Superman, looks like a mustache. Just, he looks magnificent. He looks like Freddie Mercury in a fucking <laughs> Superman costume. Like, no, he really does. I was really hoping that they'd do like green paint on his mustache to make it well, easier awesome. to take out. I was hoping so they'd he, pull a. Uh, so he'd have to act with green paint on his lips. A, a 66 that. Batman. Yeah. Uh, Joker, where they just Caesar Romero, Caesar oh yeah, Romero. just yeah. paint, paint just over that. Shit. Yeah, Romero, Romero was just not paint it flesh color. He was not shaving that shit for anything. How big are your balls to walk into a fucking single? I ain't, no, I'm not shaving it. Fuck you. You're when Caesar it. Romero. <laughs> Look at this shit. There it is. That's great. <laughs> Yep. You know, I think it's I'm going to do that. It's Freddie Mercury, dude. I'm going to go for that look. Oh, I'll make a supersonic man out of you. Don't ding, 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 ding. stop me. Don't stop me. All right. I think he looks like Super Dad. Uh, <laughs> he looks like the dad. From if I have to turn he, this car around, I'll need, do it with my he bare needs hands. To, he needs to hold on to that for his portfolio when they start making the Invincible movie because he can play the dad. Oh, oh that would be so oh, cool. Because yeah. oh. he's got the Invincible dad mustache. That yeah. would work. Kevin, yeah. you better clean your room or I'll... Burn your fucking head off. <laughs> Kevin, you better clean your room or I'll destroy the world. Speaking of another red-caped superhero. That Spawn? W- that made us... Yes. Hey! hey good guess. Oh, was, yeah, that was a good whoa, guess. Yeah! yeah. Was clamoring for I, it was either him or Martian Manhunter. I... So, Todd McFarlane. Yeah. He's still talking about making a Spawn movie that's not a Spawn movie. So here he is. The cop one, right? Yeah, here he I, is. So Sam and Twitch. Here's, here he's talking about The it. Violator. It's called Sam and Twitch. But he compared Spawn in this movie to the shark in Jaws. <laughs> so you wouldn't see him really He ever? says there's two big roles in the script. There's obviously sort of Spawn himself, although in a weird way it's not the biggest role. And then there's the cop. The cop is the character Twitch, who's been there since issue number one, Twitch is the role in this one. And I sort of refer to him as my Sheriff Brody who was the sheriff in the Jaws movie, although it wasn't called Jaws. Jaws didn't really uh, talk in the movie, of course. He just showed up. That's because he's a fucking shark, yeah. Todd. It was Sheriff Brody, <laughs> the humans talking, chasing the fantastical thing that made that movie. And to me, there's that element. Everyone else in this normal is in, in the story, and then the shadow moves, and whoa, 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 what was that? And You know what the translation to this is? No one would give him a budget to do a Spawn movie. Oh, I thought they were doing one. Well, this is what he he says he wants to make. He wants to make it this way. I speak bullshit. I, I, agree I speak with bullshit you. fluently. They I'm, said, Todd, you can have fifty million. That'll that'll cover Spawn showing up at the end and going booga, 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 and then eating your boat. Yeah, um, yeah. This is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I, I I thought of what's what's another example that we could use. Oh, I know. I'm going to make a Spider-Man movie, uh-huh. but it's about J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what, though? I mean, I'd watch that. Yeah. But if it was J.K. Simmons, if it was J.K. Simmons. Here's the other thing why this is terrible. One, it's Spawn. Yeah. And two, it's like a decade too fucking late. Mm -hmm. And and three, the action figures will fall apart the second you take them out of the package. True. Do you not like Spawn? No. I did 20 years. Why the fuck was Spawn? I I like Spawn. I thought it was cool 20 years ago. 
I've never I, liked I mean, but nothing really changed with it. I mean, but it hasn't changed at all. It, in the it past hasn't. Years, it has not evolved. I liked. I liked the comics company because I thought, you know, comics like the Max were cool. Yeah. But I liked the Max. Spawn, Spawn was. I liked the first movie. I liked the action figures. I liked Viking Spawn. I liked yeah. Gravedigger. I liked Mel Bolgia and Violator. Those were cool. And shitty plastic, but still, I, they, did, I, they did fall apart. I yeah. put Spawn in the same category. We talked about this before. Like, like the they're going to reboot He Man. Who the fuck cares about He Man right, right now? Like, I do. You know, do you? I like He Man. I know okay, what well, that I is. Guess it, I guess it's got Tony's five bucks. Yep, you, so. want, you, want inter- you want entertainment. You want entertainment. Show, show He-Man to some teenagers. No, but you know who yeah. cares about He-Man is the parents of the kid that's going to be taken to see the He-Man movie. Right. Because dad, dad's going to take his little geek to go see He-Man. This is cool. You'll like He-Man. Right, because he I, watched I, He-Man when he was little. Exactly. I loved He-Man it, when and I was it's, a kid. And I it's your age. He-Man. Right. It's I, your age that they're after. I, just I don't think, give one shit about the movie. I think, um, I think it would bomb horribly. If it was good, it wouldn't. Unfortunately, my... Valerian's sorry, good. And go look at those numbers. My, well. inter- my introduction. <laughs> it's, beca- it's because it's new. It's, it's not... I don't know. I f- that Valer- movie's Valerian gonna, that movie's gonna crush just, it on DVD. Valerian just ripped off a bunch of other sci-fi that oh, came before it. So oh, honey, <laughs> <laughs> jokes, honey bear. jokes, nerds, jokes. All right, nerds across uh, the that, country's head. Just I, blew that's up. why I said it. I, I, I think if they were, if smart, I was Lucas, I'd sue. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If they were really smart and they wanted to really reboot um, He-Man. Go back to the old DC Comics pack-in. They did mini-comics that were packed in with the first wave of yes. He-Man figures. Yes. And it was all yeah. Boris Vallejo-style sword and sorcery shit. Yeah. Is it Marvel did those? Or it was DC. DC. Yeah, because yeah, they actually they did a Superman team-up where right. he went to Eternia. That's right. And that's also how I learned that, uh, that Superman's one weakness is magic. Yeah. Other than kryptonite. Oh. That's, why, that's why Black yeah. Adam can fuck him I, up. Right. Yep, exactly. I honestly can't Shazam watch and Ma- and Black Adam can fuck this I man. can't watch him anymore without you because you said it like why when he's doing the whole sword thing and transforming it's why Skeletor just wouldn't be like go yeah. fuck him up right now like, <laughs> oh oh beast man we've got 90 seconds while well, he just stands there like a douche it's kill him a, that, stab no, him it, in it, the kidney in that, his pink shirt but that's every 80s and 90s cartoon though yeah, yeah it's because fucking, you've got, how much fuel did fucking Voltron waste by going up into space to form Voltron fuck Jay he just is, wasted it, gallons of fuel it's solar power and it also yeah. runs with the power of their self-esteem. And you need zero gravity. <laughs> yeah. Once you get propulsion, you don't have to worry about friction slowing you But it's know. just like, oh, why do you have to <laughs> they go They just tore your I mean, argument I, apart. I, I hate to throw they have to go. They a, have to go out to the outer rim just to fucking form up and then come back. That's just like, that's... Uh, I heard well, it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's, it's because you had... <laughs> You had twenty. I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. You had twenty-two minutes to fill and only nineteen minutes of animation, so you have to reuse three minutes somewhere. So it might as well be that transformation sequence well, every uh, fucking time. Speaking of another nineteen uh, eighties cartoon series with giant robots. Don't say Robotech. Don't say Robotech. Don't say Robotech. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> oh my god. You're so good at this game. Yeah, Lee they can't good. do it. Dang. They can't. Well, they can, but, but unless it, Toby McGuire's well, involved twenty years ago. Practical <laughs> Hang on. Andy Machete, who uh, directed the upcoming film version of It, the Stephen King movie, which you've seen the trailers for that. Yeah, looks creepy. Speaking of that, I actually just got an email from a rep, and they said, can we send you a red balloon in, no. in the mail? And I go, I guess. And she's like, well, would you, where would you like it? I go, do you realize that we're going back and forth of emails about sending me a balloon? Yeah, <laughs> what? Is it full of something? No, <laughs> just a balloon. He has been tapped to develop and helm an adaptation of a Robotech movie. Series shouldn't be a movie. Uh, based on the uh, cartoon series from the 80s, Harmony Gold USA and Japan's Tatsunoko, Tatsunoko Studios. Productions. Yeah. Uh, Robotech, giant robots, all that. Hollywood has been trying to do this for a while. Yeah, there's a reason why they can't. No, when 
when uh, Tobey Maguire was Spider Man, he said, "I'm I'm on yeah deck yeah. to produce." Yeah. There's a reason. There's Robotech. a reason why you can't do it though. Yeah. Oh, he, uh, because Harmony Gold pissed Tatsunoko up. Tatsunoko owns the universal rights to the the ship designs for yeah. the, every single one of those mecha uh, Transformers. The Jetfire mm-hmm. robot yeah was that based was off one. was based off the Veritech fighter from Robotech. Yeah. And because Tatsunoko lost the rights in the United States. Everybody was taking Robotech designs or Macross or Speed. Gobots and shit were taking. Gobots. Too? Gobots yeah. took the transforming Veritech motorcycle and turned yeah. them into Psykill for their model kit. Yep. <laughs> so because of this, Tatsunoko lost a shit ton of money in North America because they they didn't get the rights to this, and it was mostly because Harmony Gold was being stupid. Yeah. And so this feud that's been going on, Tatsunoko has released something like seven sequels to the original Macross series that the first part of, of Robotech's based off of. We can't watch them here in the United States in any way because Tatsunuku refuses to release them. I bet I can. I'm sure them. there's ways. <laughs> can't even, there's ways. Yes, there are ways. But Not legal ways. No, but, but I mean, some of them are really cool sequels or remakes sure. or whatever else. So they took the original series and reanimated it and made it cool. Well, all and we need to do is get Jared Kushner on this. He'll take it. <sighs> no, I'll get Brett Ratner He'll make direct. a deal. Yeah. Put He'll, that on his plate. It's a, he's a deal put maker. Put the Kush on it. So, yeah, go ahead go ahead and make your Robotech movie, <laughs> yeah, but you won't be able to use <laughs> any of it. the ship designs. Well, it's, that's okay. It's funny you Just say that, too, new ones. because uh, one of the movies that's coming out that I'm excited about, I, keep, I mean, we talked about last one, is Ready Player One, and they talk about Robotech designs in that book. And yep. I'm like, but what's funny, I was talking with some of my uh, Warner Brothers you know, friends that you know, work for the company, I go, the one job I would never want is the guy dealing with all the fucking licensing rights for mm. that movie. Oh, I bet it's a fucking nightmare. Most of them are, I mean, from the trailer that we saw, the teaser, almost every single one of them is a Warner Brothers, a Warner Brothers property, yeah. which well, is great. Why but, wouldn't you do that? That's, just, yeah. that's a hassle but, you don't have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, that's easy. Well, here's easy how win. you do it. You just you go out to the outer rim and you form up nope. and do a transformation. Takes a lot of gas to do that. Like I, I mean, I know Spielberg was a producer, but I'd be <laughs> curious how they got the, the, the DeLorean in there. That's Universal. Yeah, it's not Warner Brothers. They um, formed up. Well, it's because Spielberg is he's a Spielberg, name. and and yeah. and he produced. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. And so like, it's easy. Uh, but I think like that, the one person who could do this movie, is, and I think that's why Spielberg got it, because who could walk into a room and just be like, "Come on, guys, come on." You're like, yeah, ah, Spielberg. But there were there were. Remember there that were, time I yelled at Spielberg? No. When we were at E3. Oh, that's right. Why'd you make me cry? Why'd you make me cry all the time, Steven Spielberg? There, 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 were, there were two two anime projects prior to Cartoon Network's big anime explosion in the 90s that you know uh, made it in the United States. One was Speed Racer and the other one was Robotech. Those were the two that... Was it? You know, Toonami and shit? Yeah, Toonami brought anime to the United States in a big, big way where people yeah. were like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching uh, Cowboy Bebop and Dragon isn't Ball there, Z. Isn't there an Amazon Prime... Anime channel? Yes, there is. Really? Right now, yeah. And it's pretty good. Uh, and you've got uh, Funim- Funimation is uh, a great streaming service if you like anime because I think it's it's less than 15 a month. And they will live stream uh, shows like uh, Attack on Titan mm-hmm. uh, as they're airing in Japan. So you don't have to wait two years. There's, you know, a, there's a lot of good options for anime out there. You yeah. Crackle. Yeah. Funimation. There's a lot of anime on Hulu. Yeah, and Netflix. Hulu's got a ton. Hulu's got a buttload. Mm-hmm. I, I have a legit anime question because um, I fell in love with Attack on Titan. I fell in love with One Punch Man. Where do I yes. catch the second season? Uh, you have to... Well, Attack well, on Titan, I think the second season is just barely coming out. No, okay. I think the second season's wrapping up. They're yeah, like 14 I mean, episodes into it. It's been... 
Oh yeah, a few years. And One ago. Punch Man hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay, second season. But if you want, a, love if you Punch want Man. a good show, uh, get on Hulu. There's a there's a great action series, a uh, great action anime called Black Lagoon that okay. basically lampoons in a nice way every action movie ever made. Ooh, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's on some, Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's okay. about 26 episodes. I and uh, Revy Revy is the cool badass gunslinging lady that anime needed so it's good nice. good fun show all right and and samurai champlu that's the other one you should watch cowboy uh, bebop just got to netflix again i think everybody should watch boba 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 so. bo. that's that's shannon and i's favorite one boba 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 fights people with his nose hair man yeah his nose hair is alive what <laughs> mine is too boba 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 he's his nose hair is alive and it comes out like uh, Medusa and it in, um, and he looks like the inhumans fuck you up and he looks man. like the rock and Elvis had a baby yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love the fe- I love the feedback that we've been hearing about the first episode of Inhumans There's dude I heard that it got laughed off stage did it really yeah. what yeah. oh man they showed yeah. the footage and apparently Hall of Hall H just started fucking laughing oh yep so. Good luck. Yeah. Mm. Except for Lockjaw. Everybody loves Lockjaw. Um, the one they do like is Legion, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all Yo. love Legion. Yo. Yeah. I rewatched I the- fucks with Legion. Yeah. I, uh, I rewatched the first season again. Can that, um, can that be my review? Like, Entertainment Weekly, like, oh, it's brilliant. And then it's like. So, so here's, here's what Legion did, watching it again. Mm-hmm. It's so brilliant. Like, you watch, you watch a great format show like Lost, right? Lost comes out, and you're like, whoa, what a great idea. They had no idea where they were going. Yeah, it falls apart. Legion, when you rewatch it, they knew exactly where they were going. Mm-hmm. They set they set up payoffs that don't happen till the end of the season mm-hmm. in the first Ooh. episode. Which is why you should probably binge that show mm-hmm. because I did not, and so all those things. I, oh, I'm sure I only caught about a quarter. The, the second the second viewing is the second run through of that season is wow. just breathtaking. Uh, during the show's panel at Comic Con, it was revealed that uh, said. Tagmahoey, who played Samir in Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. has been cast as Amal Farouk. Oh, the man. Shadow Get King. the fuck no. out of here. Uh, so I like that. The hum- one of the human forms of the Shadow King. The Shadow King. So I wonder if they're going to do the flashbacks to him and Xavier trying to Oh man! Trying to be buddies. Uh, Who's they the guy? they <laughs> said that the, it will be ten episodes long, and the producers are working on locking down an appearance from Professor X. Mm. Oh, man. All right. Now, well, which Professor X though? Who cares? So there is either a, one. Stewart said he'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. So they actually are gonna they're gonna finally link that. They I'll they did it. in this in the in yeah. the second to last well, I, episode. No, I, I remember that, but the, it's it's just more like they. Initially, when they when the show first came out, they said like this is this is separate from all that, kind of. They uh, mm. they they <laughs> they said it's in that universe. This whole yeah, this whole universe crossing thing. I, I was reading stuff about the Runaways earlier, uh, <laughs> but uh, what they'll probably do with this Professor X reveal is exactly like they did with that little flying robot thing mm-hmm. at the end of the final episode of the first season. It's just mm-hmm. it's just going to be there. A little cameo. Yep. Hi. Yep. It's a thing. I'm in a. You know. I'm in a wheelchair. Uh, but on the other hand, we know we know this. Uh, we know the showrunner from Fargo uh, can can land big big names. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't get Ewan McGregor on your television show if you're just a fly by night producer. I should watch that True. season. Um, God, I fucks so with good. yo and that Jimmy, trailer, You got to watch it, man. That trailer for Gifted uh, actually kind of left my jaw on the floor too because mm-hmm. that's the X Men show I've been wanting to see mm-hmm. at least from the trailer. I mean, maybe it's going to be stupid and boring, but uh, yeah. from from what I saw, it looked. Yeah. Uh, we got some other stuff. Uh, the gifted tie-in viral website 
espousing the dangers of the human of, of the mutant gene. <laughs> if you go to Sentinel Services, oh, no. it's the website. It features a secret message from Blink, Polaris, and Eclipse, Ooh. and you can click to get tested in the upper right hand corner to see. Finally, uh-uh. you know, no, see if you're a, no, if you're a mutant, no, AIDS. I don't want to find out. <laughs> You're not a mutant, but you have gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, that's God why, damn it. That's why it burns. Oh, I thought I was shooting fire out of my dick. My no. Congratulations. So there's that. Uh, in the same article, Columbia Pictures president Sanford Panich uh, stated... That's a name? Yes. Stated, wait, wait, what's his name? Sanford Panich. Yo, that sounds like I, a, a tea or a scented candle. That sounds like somebody making fun of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. Yo, hey, can you give me some of that Cedric... Uh, was it Cedric? Panage? Sanford Panage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me, hey, sprinkle some of that Sanford Panage on that rotisserie chicken. <laughs> uh, he uh, <laughs> stated that the, the prompt for Venom, the Venom movie. Uh, uh, great, I'm excited about that one hey, too. Hey, how about that Venom versus Spawn movie they're doing? Yeah. Will y'all stop, like, quit being a hater, man. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just give it a. Guys, just give it a chance. I I'll hate, say I'll, I'll, I'll go the Jimmy route. <laughs> I'll go the Jimmy route. I mean, I say that, but Sony's had a lot of chances with Spider-Man. Uh, and it, took, it took Marvel to make it right. I will just yeah. say this. I will, no, all right. I will just say this. The, the you will. <laughs> Venom, Circle Sucks. of Four. There's no. There's probably no way they can do the Circle of Four story arc, but that is a great story. Well, if, it, if you, they can figure out how to do the whole Flash Thompson Venom, that because you know, I'm excited for the porn parody called the Circle Jerker Four. No. Well, it won't be Flash Thompson. <laughs> no, because we've established Flash already. He's a little kid. He's a little kid. Oh, yeah. that's right. I know, but it's just so it'd be about uh, Eddie Brock, right? Yeah, they should, I'm sure it'll be Eddie Brock. But, but uh, they, they they can do the other Venom, Mark Corgan. Topher Gray's like, can yeah. I come back, please? <laughs> Give me another chance, guys. <laughs> But they say that they're going to draw on the work of John Carpenter or David Cronenberg, but, with, but mm. with more pop and fun. Ooh. Well, if they did it as a body horror thing, because Venom is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. He's stupid as shit, but he's kind of <laughs> creepy. Um, it, it could be good. Mm-hmm. I think, all right, if anything, they just need to do a Carnage movie. Yeah, uh, Maybe Carnage will be the villain in this. I hate all the symbiotes. I hate them all. I mean, they're about as cool as Ghost Rider. <laughs> Which is done right. Shield. You he was wait. You liked Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. I liked Ghost Rider when I was nine, and I liked him on Agents of Shield. There's a long gap of time in just, between those two. Guys, no, just, you're out of your mind. Nicolas Cage made two. I know, <laughs> and even like, Mendez was in both. But like I said, that second Ghost Rider movie with Nicolas Cage. When the writer was out, it was badass. I fast forward. Oh, I yeah. watch the writer shit, and it's perfect. Because mm-hmm. it's those then gu- I leave. Yeah, but it's, what about it's those guys that made? Um, that crazy Jason Stick. Uh, crank. Oh, crank. Yeah. No, they made Crank 2. Crank yeah. 2. Which Crank 2 is fucking one of the most banana insane. movies I've ever seen it's in my insane. life. It's insane. I mean, it's, it's, but still, there's just one shot in the second season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's better than both of those movies put together. Mm. When when Daisy and the writer are back to back, just blowing the shit mm, out of robots. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. And then Coulson walks in and goes, I missed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and Silver and Black, this is the Silver Sable Black Cat movie. Uh, the director. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, you didn't hear about this? Who the fuck? No. Oh, it's true. Nah. No. Oh, give it a chance, Jay. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Show me what you got. No, again, yeah. this all right, is all right, that, fine. That, fine. Kind of, that came fine. around. That came right again, around. This yeah. is, this Shut is, the fuck up, Tony. <laughs> this, is, this is Sony who owns Spider-Man characters, and these two are considered Spider-Man characters. They're calling it uh, the Gina. Uh, Gina uh-huh. Prince Blythewood is the director. Oh, cool. And uh, she says that it is going to be the story of two damaged women who are at war with each other but need each other to survive. No. Good. So there you go. 
Nice. I'm waiting for the Pace Pot Pete movie. I'm waiting. Well, and there's the. Uh, I'm waiting for the D Man movie. There's trilogy. The, there's D Man the, uh, trilogy. You know what? We have a listener named Gabe. He, uh, he li- lives in Boston. He's a he's homeless, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that he'll he wants me to put him in contact if they make the Deep Man movie. He'll be like he said he'll, he'll do like the homeless. Uh, <laughs> make sure it's, it's true to the experience. <laughs> the consultant, and finally this. By the way, can I say by the way, yes. Gabe? I hope you're doing okay. Yes, he's had some medical issues. Get some help. Uh, finally, this. Stephanie Meyer. Ha <laughs> ha, Twilight. Oh. <laughs> She's such a good author. Oh. Just give it a chance. <laughs> yes. Well, I, did, I did four fucking times. <laughs> well, they're giving her a TV series. Oh. I hope there's a lot of glitter and, you know. Stars has picked up the rights to her new show, The Rook, which follows the leader of the uh, Supernatural Secret Service. I was hoping it would be about a chess piece. <sighs> The Rook tells the story of a young woman who wakes up in a London park suffering total amnesia. Oh, no. Surrounded by dead bodies, and all of those dead bodies are wearing latex gloves. And the little boy's crying, Mommy, a naked American stole my balloons. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> and then somehow she becomes the, the head of Britain's most secret supernatural secret service. That's not so, stupid yeah, like everything so, else she does. That's, it's, it'll be on stars. Bam. So. The only good news here. You tell her, Shannon. The only I got good you, news, Stephanie Meyer. The only good news <laughs> right. in the story uh-huh. is that the showrunner is a guy named uh, Stephen Garrett, and he worked on a TV series called The Night Manager. I which, remember. Which oh, that's was, one with Tom Hiddleston. With Tom Hiddleston. Which I watched was, one or two of those. Which was actually pretty good. Cat yeah. watched all of them. So, she liked it a lot. So maybe the showrunner could save. If it's her words, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I was on a road trip with the ex-wife, and we put in... What was the shitty alien movie? Host. The host. The host. Yeah. Because we would listen to uh, books on CD when we go on road trips. And we put it in. It's like, The Host by Stephanie Meyer. And I go, take that the fuck out. Nope. 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 Did you spend money on this? (laughs) We got them from the library. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can get books on tape at the library. Not the Sprague Branch because it's closed down from flooding. Tape? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it got damaged. The entire basement flooded. Yeah. Uh, who's got games? Who's uh, got movies? I, I, got, I got movies. I got, yo, I got wait. Games. Lee's got games. Uh, our, our friends at WizKids, uh, they're yeah. celebrating 15 years of Hero Clicks, believe it or don't. What? So, so, so weird. So going back to 2002, they're cool. celebrating, uh, this is the DC set. They did Elseworlds. If you guys oh. read your uh, Gotham by Gaslight and... Uh, I mean, geez, I remember that's, that's my introduction to Mike Mignola was in an Elseworlds comic when when well because he did Gotham by Gaslight, yeah. which is uh, the story of, uh, of of Colonel Wayne investigating the uh, Jack the Ripper murders yeah, in, in Victorian times. Yeah, and which then they're making into an animated uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, that's that's awesome. Uh, there's Pirate Batman, all kinds of other really cool things. So, uh, HeroClix has put out a 15th anniversary um, Elseworlds set. They've also got some regular Justice League characters. Uh, they've also put out the uh, the characters from Planetary. Oh, oh yeah. So I love that book. The Planetary series is great. But what I love in this set is uh, they did the Justice Riders, which is Wild West DC characters. Justice so you, League. Is yeah. that yeah. Wonder Woman with a cowboy Yes, it hat is. On? It is Wonder Woman with a cowboy hat on. She's one of the Justice Riders, so she's ready to you know, <laughs> uh, rope in some justice. You've got... Uh, Flash, the fastest gun in the West. That, yeah, that may uh, be my favorite. This, this is a great figure because he's got, you know, he's got. A, looks like he's got a, a red cowboy hat slung on his back with a slash uh, Flash logo, and he's got the the purple domino mask and and, and two six guns. Uh, Edwardian Sinestro 
Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew that was coming. Oh, so no. uh, it's it's Sinestro in a top coat, looking like he's about ready to... He looks like fucking Purple Man. That is yeah. awesome. Well, well, now, that's cool, though. Well, but show him the lantern. Uh, <laughs> what? Tony, Tony's going to lose it. This is... Uh, I see this one. This okay. is... Uh, read the name, Shannon. What is it? <laughs> he, he looked... Al, Al Jordan? Yeah, it's it's Arabian Nights Al Jordan. So what? he's got so he's got like you know <laughs> he's got the because <laughs> if you read if you read that. the original no, uh, if you read the original Aladdin stories <laughs> he's got a lamp and a ring. So here the the, oh, the genie is in the ring. That's cool. So uh, along with that you've got Colonel Wayne. Uh, he's a, a Wild West Batman who's actually got a six gun and a bull whip. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, he looks like McCree on Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one, this one, I love. This is a good it's one. a Martian Manhunter. Okay. So he's got his, oh, he's got his poncho. And oh, he it's def- and he now this one definitely looks like McCree on Overwatch. Oh, yeah. he, he looks like, uh, like you know, seriously. That's cool. And, uh, Clint Eastwood. Good, pass, bad, and pass, the ugly. Pass this one down to Tony because he's gonna love this one. <laughs> so, it's uh, it's Ollie. It's all it's, it's Oliver Queen as a Knight Templar. Oh, so, yeah. So this this sets out right now. You can get a starter oh, set for like sixteen bucks that comes with the the Prime Justice League, uh, which which looks great. Comes with a map and a learn to play guide and some dice. Uh, the 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 boxes themselves are about uh, anywhere from twelve to fourteen bucks, depending on where you pick them up. Come with five figures. They're premium format. Uh, WizKids has really upped its game in making sure that their paint applications look great. Because when they started, they were kind of they were saying kinda, when, yeah we, we were there when they started. And they, and they were, were kind of shit. Yeah, they were not great. but this this Colonel Wayne figure, I mean, the bat symbol on his chest, it's it's fantastic. And There's no smudging on it. See the other ones. And uh, I'll pass these down to Jay. Uh, my my favorite, and I did get one uh, sent out to me, is um, a. a a kid with a mohawk and a Superman jersey playing basketball. <laughs> uh, his name's Dale Suderman. Um, Suderman? It's a, it's a hero click figure. It's it's hysterical. But there's the uh, you can see the picture of the planetary characters there. Is that the invisible jet on the back? Yeah, that's a that's a, a tournament prize you can get is a, a click of the invisible jet. It's actually in scale with the rest of the figures. Oh, so this, yeah, this Billy the Kid Flash is is great. Oh, they're they're fantastic. So great. yeah, definitely check it out at your uh, local friendly gaming store. Oh my and gosh. Yeah, you guys got to see this. this yeah, they cool. they've they've been doing some great stuff. There is uh, speaking of WizKids, they've re-upped their gaming license with CBS. So oh. in September there is Law and Order figures, a whole set of classic <laughs> uh, classic Trek away team missions. So you'll have oh. your your Gorn Klingons, and I'm assuming plenty of red shirts. These are the ones I want, and I'll tell you what: if they don't have Space Lincoln sitting in his chair, it's going to be. <laughs> I'd be a crime. Space Lincoln. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Space Lincoln as a as a. Uh, uh, tournament exclusive. Hello, so. James. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, if you really want to learn how to play, I'm, I'm throwing Robert under a bus here, but it's a friendly bus. Our friend Robert Neal is uh, kind of a oh, big deal in the, in the Hero Clicks universe. He's into and it. He referees a lot of the games down at Dr. Volt's. So yeah, he was doing it at uh, GameCon. He, yeah. was, mm-hmm. he was literally running the regional tournaments for GamerCon. So if you, if you uh, hang out at Dr. Volt's and if you see Robert there, he'll probably show you how to play the game. I'll so. bet he'd love to show you. Yeah, so great stuff. Uh, this, is, this is the... Uh, Elseworld series, and I'm I'm thinking this is uh, the the first 15 years of what'll be easily another 15 years to come from them. Nice, and the figures look great. Yeah, yeah they do they look, look fantastic. They, they look, look real good. All right, uh, movies, games. Who I got movies, movies. And uh, then, oh, and then we got to review Atomic Blonde. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'll fly through these fast. Uh, we talked about John Carpenter earlier. I guess they're doing some steel books. Uh, if you like those with the the Blu-rays, uh, Escape from New York, great movie. They Live and The Fog. 
mm. now getting their uh, re-releases. Good. Uh, a show I haven't watched. A cat watched it called Big Little Lies. It was on HBO. Apparently, it's just depressing to shit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Sue, Sue watched it. It's it, uh, Nicole Kidman, and it, she, she quite liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's some. Yeah, I, I can't do it. It's some. It's some Karen problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karen. Yeah. Uh, and that might be it because my favorite one that I saw on this list that makes me laugh. One of my favorite movies of all time is called Cop and a Half with Burt Reynolds. Oh God! <laughs> it's a great, it's a great up. movie uh, where this kid won't testify unless he gets to be a cop. Well, they uh, they made a sequel because uh, Lou shut Cause up. Lou Diamond Phillips has nothing to do. Oh no! And what's funny is that the girl uh, she'll be on the episode next week. Uh, I just I'm reading this as I look at this. Her name's Lulu Wilson. She's in that uh, Annabelle creation. Oh. Well. They made Cop and Half. New recruit. <laughs> oh, see, I thought they'd go with like Cop and Three Quarters. No, that's too much kid. Math. <laughs> that's too much People math. People are turned dude. off by math. Too much math. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the British version. Cop and a pint. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to keep the movie thing on, do you want to do Atomic Blonde right now? Do you want to? Uh, sure. Let's do Atomic Blonde and then we'll do games. So the one movie I didn't see this week, I'll see it tomorrow and I'm not looking forward to it, is the Emoji movie. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, the reviews. That's getting some brutal reviews, man. Like, oh, they're funny as shit. Yeah. Brutal reviews. Speaking of shit, it's Patrick Stewart in there. I'm sure you got And TJ Miller. TJ Miller. Uh, but uh, the one I did see, and Shannon was with me as well, uh, <laughs> Atomic Blonde. This is, uh, I think it played at South by Southwest first. And yeah. so that's where the reviews were coming out. And everybody was like, holy shit, this is insane. Uh, speaking of a movie made for Jimmy, uh, the third movie of this summer that has an amazing soundtrack. It really does. Like, I mean, we're talking like not even like some great. Cause it it's takes 80s play, and 90s, right? It takes place during the it's Cold War. It's all 80s. But not only is it 80s songs, it's 80s uh, in German. So like 99 well, Red Balloons in German. Oh, like, well, yeah, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, there's other ones too that are in German. That's my Newfoundland, It right? sounded like the soundtrack to my prom. <laughs> Shit, mm. I just actually realized I need to go look. Uh, Mondo was going to release the soundtrack on, on LP. Nice. And I think it's two or three records because it's there's a lot of songs yeah. again. So are there you, any, you've, uh, got, you've got uh, Guardians 2, Guardians, and Baby, Driver, Baby Driver, and now Atomic Blonde with fantastic soundtracks. Amazing soundtracks. If it's 80s Germany, is there some Hasselhoff songs? There better be. He's mentioned. Uh, they actually, they're in a bar and she goes, oh yeah, it's crazy across the street because Hasselhoff's in town. It's set, <laughs> it's set at the time that the Berlin Wall's coming down. Yep. Oh, in okay. Berlin. And it's in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, but the, the story is, and this is the one issue I do have with the film, is that it's very simplistic. All it yeah. is is that she's a Spy, and uh, a list has gotten out that has all the you know secret agents list. on there. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's Mission Impossible did this already, yeah. and so but they spent like forty five minutes fucking describing this plot. I'm like, yeah. I got it. It's a right, list. There's a and, lot go, of, and go get it. There's a lot of plot that gets in the way of the story. <laughs> but I will say this though: that girl, holy shit, Charlize Theron beats the fuck out of people in uh, this movie. They I mean, showed they showed her training, and, and it's and it's also what I kind of call uh, what I love about it that people are doing nowadays. It's not like Jean-Claude Van Damme or like that, like running through and just kicking everybody's ass and running right out. No, there's consequences to her actions. She yeah. will get punched in the mouth and all of a sudden she's bleeding or she's out of or, breath. Or, you know, yeah, it's, like, it's the daredevil thing right. where they, they're standing yeah. over bodies like, fuck, fuck, like that. And you're like, oh, God damn. And it makes it so much more realistic. Um, it's one of the most brutal movies I've ever seen. She She's fantastic. That, but I will say this, though. It, it, it reaffirms my love for James McAvoy. Yeah. There is a, I won't say who shot him, but he gets shot. And someone steps on the gunshot wound, and the the noise this guy makes, the guttural noise, and and it's acting. I get it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I could, I, I almost had to like plug my ears. I mean, it is the most gut wrenching sound that a human being can make. Um, with that said, I'm at about three out of four stars. Fantastic, but I mean, the fight scenes. There's one yeah. shot that's it's all one shot, mm. and oh, he said. She all runs, one shot. She runs over a dude what like three times. Mm-hmm. Oh, it puts his ass down. Ugh. 
I'm looking at the official soundtrack list is not available yet, but someone uh, on their Spotify account has all oh. of the songs featured. Yeah. How many are there? In the movie 30. Yep. And it's like a baby driver. And Goddamn. It's, and it's an interesting it, you've got all your your obvious and classic 80s tunes. Mm-hmm. Uh I, and then there's some some one hits like uh Refle- Reflex the Politics of Dancing. Yeah. You got That's the a Cure. Great song, though. It is. You got, of course, under pressure. You got uh, oh, yeah. ninety nine Luft Balloons. You got She Sells Sanctuary, the Cults. Uh, but you've then you've got cuts like Kick in the Eye by Bauhaus. Yeah, it's it. It you, was blowing me away. You've got Fight the Power, Public Enemy. Yeah. Um, Atomic Blondie, of course. You got basics like Cat People and Hungry Like the Wolf, and but then you've also got Fascination Street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from The Cure, which I. I don't recall when that... I don't think that was in the 80s. Disintegration. It's off Disintegration, right? Yeah. Fascination Street came out in 1989, 1990, because it was right when I left my ex-wife. It's about the time the wall was going down. Listening to that on K-Rock in LA. Um, And then you got, you know, London Calling by The Clash. You got uh, Flock of Seagulls, Blue Monday, New Order. Black Skinhead by Kanye West. Mm -hmm. It's a great song. And uh, Killer Queen, uh, Sweet Dreams. It's it's hard when you're as... uh, as attached to music as some people can be, because it's like mm-hmm. watching that that glow show on uh, on Netflix mm-hmm. and uh, Roxette, you got the look is on a ladies' <laughs> radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that song's '89. I know it's '89. I know exactly <laughs> where I was at. The show set in '85. I'm watching I, you. I'm watching you. I, I, I embarrassed myself in the movie. Oh, Shannon got the biggest laugh of the whole fucking thing. Because there's a <laughs> so she it's a girl who this... I can't think of the actress's name, but she's the one who has the knife legs in Kingsman. Oh yeah, she's oh, great. Yeah, she she plays like a French. Spy. Spy. She's she's in a lot of things now. Yeah, yeah she's and, great. Uh, yeah. Her and uh, uh, oh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Charlie. They hook up, right? Oh, it's Sophia Batel. More, yeah, more Sophia than Sophia Oh yeah, yeah. no, they, and it's like this. <laughs> oh, she's excellent. So, but there's like this loud music playing through it, right? Yeah. And uh, and I was sitting next to Counts, and I go, and I, it was just meant for Counts. But as I said it, the music just it went silent. Oh, it was the next scene. It just <laughs> right. stopped. Like right, it just it just stopped, and I and I go, I was just like. Oh, this movie's just great. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the whole theater was like, <laughs> and uh, Theron's using it as uh, she's she's using it as a little platform because it's a fairly popular movie to call for more uh, positive LGBTQ representation sure. in movies. So mm-hmm. no, I mean she's great. In, I mean there's scenes like I mean when she gets her ass kicked. I mean she kicks yeah. the other person's ass, but then she gets in these like you know bathtubs just full of ice. Yeah, just, I'm like her whole oh body's god. I mean and she's bruised. I, I know this from my street fighting days. You, yeah. you got to do that. But mm-hmm. I will say that when she kicks somebody's ass and it kind of sits there for a second, I was in here. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh, oh you know, I, I it, does, it does have more. Uh, you and I both agree on this. It has more endings than fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> more fake endings than Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that Under Pressure is on every '80s soundtrack because I, I think the song crashed and burned, didn't it? It, mm-hmm. it did okay. I don't remember hearing Under Pressure until Gross Point Blank came out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it did okay. Yeah, but then Ice it, Ice Baby, it, it got brought back, and yeah. and it was yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Games? Uh, games. Kind of just a lot of small releases and indie releases this month. Uh, I'm not familiar with quite a few of them. Something called Aztez. Oh. Uh, Dino Frontier for the PSVR. Uh, Patapon remastered for the PlayStation 4. Uh, something called Soul Frost. Uh, the Long Dark finally gets its version 1.0 release. That's sexual. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the VR for PS4? I never picked it up. Okay. Have you seen the VR for The Long Dark? I've not seen that. What I did do was the it's, Spider-Man one. It's just porn. Ooh. No, the <laughs> Spider-Man one, like like you step on a ledge, like you're Spider-Man, and I look down, there's that the junket, and I go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 
Uh, something called The Voice in the Void. And, uh, oh, this one does look pretty cool. Um, oh, wait a minute. Is that next week? No, that's this week. Uh, Tacoma comes out this week. And that one is a uh, sci- truck. <laughs> it's, a, oh. it's a Toyota <laughs> truck. It's a sci fi um, truck game set on a space station where it's kind of more puzzle solvy and everything. You're trying to figure out why the space station is empty and whatnot. That one, that mm. one looks pretty good. It's okay. got some potential. When are we getting Battlefront 2? Uh, that doesn't come out until like November. Man. I'll, let you, I'll let you know when it shows up. Oh, you'll hear. Yeah. You'll hear it. Well, the yeah. thing is, because yeah. usually Star Wars movies come around Christmas, correct? You're gonna, you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna, so that, you're gonna that wake. That makes sense to do it at. But you're gonna mm-hmm. wake up, bolt upright in a cold sweat, saying, "I felt a great disturbance in downtown Salt Lake City. We must have Battlefront 2. That's what happened when Doomfist <laughs> came out on Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Have you been playing with Doomfist? I'm sorry to switch gears, but this is about video games. Uh, I'm not talking to you about Overwatch. <laughs> Why not? You're on timeout. Why am I on timeout? You shafted me on my panel. I didn't shaft. I no. went. Up, uh, <laughs> I think you did. I had a mental <laughs> fucking breakdown. I know, and I'm going to hold it against you for the rest of your life. Thank you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm giving you a hard time. Doomfist is great. It's right. amazing. Yeah. I did want to say, though, Tacoma is made by the same guys that made that uh, indie movie Gone Home. Oh, Chevrolet. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Yeah. If you played Gone Home, it's really good. General so Motors. This one's going <laughs> to. Yeah. This is. Uh, he was. Uh, he Toyota was actually game. one of my favorite soldiers in the revolution. <laughs> the Overwatch. General Motors. Is he there? Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I want to. Co- I want to cosplay as Doomfist so bad. Uh, there's a great one at San Diego Comic Con. I saw. Yeah, I saw it. Seven foot long arm. Um, so oh, cool. and uh, speaking of Comic Con, uh, Salt Lake Comic Con is on its way. <laughs> September twenty first to twenty third. We are going to be there. Ooh. We're going to have a panel. Ooh. And we're also going to be doing. Uh, an evening at 50 West. Ooh, yeah. Also, yeah. live shows. I can, right. Ooh, shit. We're I putting should. that together right now, so I don't have all the details, but uh, it, it, we have secured the venue. So I'm, are we still doing Monaco deals? I have, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, yes, we do have the Monaco deal. Right here, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Uh, is that an effective? Because I got, I, got I got some good friends coming out from Baltimore. Uh, the deal is, I can say it real fast, uh, we will be at the Monaco. There is a deal going on. Uh, $109 for the night, which is actually really good. That's, That's solid. Yeah, this is like $400 rooms. So. Yeah. I'm going um, to text them right now. There's not a lot because it's just getting crazy down there. So give this phone number a call. It's 801-595-0000. First come, first served. Uh, and you just have to say you're, it's the Geek Show deal. And that's a direct number. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they don't if they don't understand the Geek Show deal initially, be persistent. because. Just yeah. keep saying geek show deal just, over you know, and say, over Well, let again. me speak to someone else. Then, say, because well, the term is in-house reservations. In-house reservations. So if you, you have to call and ask for in-house reservations. Yeah. That's the ticket. That's the hard part. Once you do that, then you say the geek show deal, and it's easy. Yeah. Uh, but we will be there. Uh, we'll be staying at the Monaco. You might see a shenanigans. through uh, Bambara. You'll see us. And, <laughs> hey. uh, you know, definitely around 5 o'clock every evening. You'll usually mm-hmm. find us in the lobby yep. for one hour. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we're going to be doing the live shows. We're putting those together right now. So at least two live shows uh, at Fifty West on that Saturday night at seven, I believe. And we're working on some some really cool panel programs too, uh, mm-hmm. programming ideas for video games and other things from mm-hmm. from ideas that came up from Gaming Con. And so. we'll we'll let you know as it as it approaches. Cool. Nice. All right, uh, Mr. B, if you would. Please. Hey, I know what that is. It's ham. 